It's time for this week's Uplift. Encouraging words from two ordinary guys that want you and others to find the freedom in Christ that's available to everyone. So sit back and enjoy Uplift. Brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our website at thefulcrumcenter.org to learn more. Hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Uplift. I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Ian Thornton. I'm Chad McLeish. And we have nothing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? It's it's right after Thanksgiving, and we all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's we come together to record. We've had all kinds of technical difficulties. I know. What time did we get here? Uh, Like two hours ago? No. (laughs) Well, over an hour ago. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, And we've been trying to get ready to record, and I thought maybe that clock just wasn't moved ahead after the time change, but uh, (laughs) it's it's telling the right time. But uh, you know what? But that's what we want to talk about tonight, just facing life's challenges and just walking with the Lord through them. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we could have just said, hey, let's just give up. We'll, we'll try to do this again Wednesday night when we get the technical difficulties figured out. And no, we just want to walk through this with the Lord and just talk through it and make it part of our show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? It, it's it's interesting you're talking about this. Um, I've been dealing with this for technical difficulties. I'll just, you know, technical difficulties for um, been a week now. So it's like, you know, as far as me and electronics, it's never a good thing. It just isn't. It, you know, some people are. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It but it's true. you know, some people are so gifted in it, and it's like it. Their brains work that way, and mine, mine just does not. Yeah. So you know, I, I last week I had to get on this website, and I'm working on a few things. Had to log in, mm-hmm. which I've never logged into this particular site before. So you create your ID and your password and all this stuff, and I just destroyed it. <laughs> Not just that, but even everything that goes with my Microsoft 365. I mean, it's just, I'm, yeah. I'm messing everything up. Yeah. And oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, gracious. <laughs> and so I, I literally, I'm just like, I just reach up, I shut my computer, I slide it in front of me a little bit, and I'm like, I'll get back to this after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which was this morning. Okay. <laughs> So this happened before Thanksgiving. It did. It happened before Thanksgiving. That explains a lot because I told Tanya the other night, I said, I don't know what's going on with my computer in in Office 365, but Ian must be doing something to mess me up. (laughs) It's so true. Well, I did it before, didn't I? I've done a lot of things in the last two weeks that it shouldn't you know, keep my hands off computers. But, you know, today it was just like, you know what? I'm just going to push through. And I'm just going, all right, Lord. This is me and you. I'm going to follow your lead. How do you want to handle this? And how do you want to deal with this? Mm -hmm. And sure enough, within an hour or so, and a lot of technical help from a wonderful gentleman named Joe, everything got settled and got taken care of. But it is that you, just what you were talking about, Phil, you know, we run into those things that feel like a brick wall. And it's just like, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's just um, our lack of understanding um, our impatience with things, or if the enemy has put a wall up in yes, front of us yes. to stop yes. what God wants done, mm-hmm. you, you've got to follow his lead. And just to go back with what you're saying, Phil, you've got to follow the Lord's lead through these things and through these difficulties. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, if you don't, then you're going to fail. It, I've learned that in my life. When I, let me give you a perfect example. I was trying to fix my garage door one day. This was, I'll never forget this because, but what a lesson. 
I'm having all kinds of difficulties. I am going through every single tool I have trying to figure out how to get this one nut off. And I hear I had to replace a, a pulley, but I couldn't get it loose. And I tried everything. And I finally, I got to the point where I threw a wrench down on the ground and I heard the Lord say, did you think to pray? I went, oh. <laughs> and I did. I prayed. I said, God, I'm yes. sorry. Will you please just tell me? Wouldn't you know, I found the right tool, got that thing off in no time. Mm -hmm. And I got it back on and the garage door was working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I didn't stop and pray. Mm -hmm. And I use that now. Yeah. In my life because... You know, that was just six hours ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was more like six years ago. But I've used that in my life so much. Yeah. If I go into something and, and if, I, if I forget to pray, I just remind myself, hey, you know, remember the garage door. And just stop and pray and things go smoothly after that. And that's not to say they're always going to go smoothly because you, you're right. There could be all kinds of different factors yeah. involved. We can't always just say that prayer will always give you, I mean, prayer helps. It certainly will calm you down, if nothing else. You may not be able to get through the problem, but it will certainly, you don't want to go into any problem without it mm -hmm. for many reasons. Yeah, and, and it's an understanding, too, that, you know, the, the truths and the promises of Scripture, you know, that, that God is always with us, mm -hmm. you know, and and understanding, you know, he'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us, you know, that, right. that he's there with us. <clears throat> but when we step into those issues, those uh, technical difficulties, mm -hmm. whatever it might be and whatever yours might be, but there's there's a point where you invite God into yeah. what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if it's something to where the enemy is trying to, to stop things, then, you know, inviting God into what's going on is just bringing that extra boost of, of power and clarity and peace that's needed to walk through whatever you're facing, mm -hmm. to walk with you along the journey. Mm -hmm. Right. However mm -hmm. long that might be. Right. It could be a few moments and all right. of a sudden the garage door is fixed like that. Right. You right. know, it could be an illness mm -hmm. that, right. that you're right. dealing with and working through that is an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. um, but God is in it with you to walk you through it and to follow his lead in it. I'm sure you've had some technical difficulties working on your cars before, haven't you? Just a few. <laughs> yeah. Just a few. But yeah, like, so one thing that I've learned is I, I don't throw things anymore. Okay. I mean, I've, I've graduated from throwing things because <laughs> I've done that before, too. And, and you know, I think the one thing that I've seen happen a lot, too, is, you know, I look at these cables and we were having trouble earlier with the microphones and the cables and everything. And, and I think that, you know, from a spiritual aspect, the one thing that I've seen lately is that the enemy is really pulling people's cables. Mm. He wants to That's cut us time. off. And, and, you know, there have been a couple instances here over the past couple of weeks that, you know, good messages were, I, I've listened and heard to good messages, and the enemy has very actively tried to distort that and mm -hmm. to twist it. And that's going on a lot right now in the spirit. So a lot of people are experiencing that. So if you experience what people intend to be good for you, there's this moment in time right now. And it, it could happen anytime because, you know, the, the, from a spiritual aspect, the enemy absolutely wants to disrupt any good plans that God that's has right. for us. Right. So, right. the, you know, and and it's, you know, one thing that I heard was, you know, God said, 
don't listen to man as much as you listen to me. Listen to me. And if you're unclear about something or if you're, you know, if you're hearing something that, you know, you're unsure about, you bring it to me. Hmm. You know, that's one thing. So, you know, the cable between us and the Lord can get disconnected just like the cable between us and our microphone here in the computer. Yeah. It, it, you know, but yeah. So, and I will say working on cars is much simpler now that I know that I have the Lord that can help me, you know, get into that place and, right. and, and loosen or tighten that nut, you know, like, right. Right. Or at least give me the patience to help me loosen there or tighten that nut right. that I didn't used to have, you know. Hmm. You know, it's really interesting that you bring that up. And you mentioned the cables because I want to share this dream I had, um, I guess it was Saturday night into Sunday morning. I had a dream and it was very vivid, very colorful, and it seemed so real. I, but it's a, it's a dream that I've, the pattern was like something I'm used to. I've had about three or four dreams like this now where there's someone standing behind me talking to me. And I know that's God standing there talking to me. And this time I'm in a place that looks like a control tower. If you can picture like um, an air traffic control tower, I'm up high. Okay. And I'm looking out over the landscape and I see it's starting to get dark. I mean, it was a beautiful day and it's starting to get dark. And I see a little storm forming over in the right. And then I said, oh, I've got to go let everybody know the storm's coming. And I remember thinking there's a group of people that I'm taking care of. They're all huddled in a little room. Okay, and the Lord says, no, they're fine. Watch. And so I'm watching. And then there's two people. They were, looked identical. So they must have been angels, but they look like humans. Mm -hmm. They're sitting there just pushing a bunch of buttons on these computers. And I'm watching and I see looked like a volcanic explosion because I see orange, just like um, if you can picture the top of a volcano exploding, mm. orange lava lava coming out and just like little balls and on the other side i see lightning strikes striking the ground and in the middle the clouds are kind of forming a tornado and it's really super dark and i'm thinking this is going to be a massive storm and it's coming right at us hmm. and the lord says just watch and i'm starting to get nervous you know thinking i've got to tell these people to get ready because there's a storm coming and it just keeps moving faster and faster and coming right at us. And I see it coming right at the tower. And then the oddest thing, it, I see two cables, like electrical cables, yellow electrical wiring mm -hmm. with an outlet attached to it. Okay. Two of them. Side by side. They smack up against the window. And that's when I woke up. But immediately, the Lord spoke to me and told me what the dream meant. Hmm. And he said, the people are the people that he's put me in charge of to, to pastor them, to care for them, to help them, to guide and teach them. He said, the storms are the storms of life that will constantly come at you. Mm. And it's the enemy attacks. It's just the physical things that happen. It's the mm. different sinfulness of other people that you have to deal with on a daily basis. He said, it's everything. He said, then I said, well, what about these electrical boxes? He said... It's something you cannot see, but you know that it's real. I said, yes, I use that example all the time. I talk about electricity as a means of describing faith. Mm -hmm. We know that it's there. And he said, and it's become simple to you. It's something that you understand and you're familiar with. And I said, okay. He said, but sometimes you are stopping me from telling you the full story. And I'm like, what do you mean? And, and he says, 
the storm, you replaced that storm. I, in my mind, I replaced that storm with something that I understood, something that I could handle, something that I recognized. Mm. When that storm hit, I turned it in my mind, turned it into something else. So he told me, in the midst of these storms, make sure you listen thoroughly to what he's saying. Because your mind sometimes can become try to get comfortable. You can't process you're, you're nervous, whatever. And you change what God is saying into something that's a little more understandable and comfortable. And you can miss out on an awful lot. Well, since that time, in just the last couple of days, I've been trying to listen more closely. With pinpoint accuracy, the Lord's speaking and things are happening. Mm. Told me about somebody who was going to call me today at work about a problem. I knew this person was going to call. I was not surprised when she called. And it's just incredible. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is, when we, we always talk about hearing from the Lord and listening to the Lord, but we have to be careful to listen thoroughly and all the way through. Mm. Not add to it what we think he's saying. Mm. Let him fully speak and step out in faith. And, okay, well, for me, one of my biggest problems was always worried that, what if I get it wrong? Mm. Step yeah. out. Yeah. Step out. If you get it wrong, the Lord will correct you. He's not going to slap you on the wrist and put you in the corner in time out. He will explain to you and he will correct it and he will use that as a teaching moment. So move forward. Yeah, that's good. That's And that's really good too because we were talking about, you know, on our journeys and as we deal with our own personal, you know, our technical difficulties, yeah. that God is there with us through it. Yeah, right. All the All the way. All the way through it, and just each step of the way, and that's—I mean, your your testimony of, of your dream and stuff is just a great example of that. Yeah, to, that you know, he's he's not just at the beginning, and then he ends up at the end, right. waiting waiting for you to get there. Right, right. right? You mm -hmm. know, he really is giving us the step by step. Right. Here's what to do, and here's how to do it. Yeah, and he was in the dream the entire time. Now, I never saw him. He was always behind me. Right. But that is a marker for me to know yeah. that this type of dream is coming from him because of dreams I've had in the past. So, yeah, he it's not like he showed up and said, watch this, and then disappeared. He was there the entire time as that storm got closer and closer. And the more nervous I got, he was still there through it the entire time. And, and that's important. And, you know, I heard a statistic the other day. 58% of people during the holidays experience um, anxiety and depression yeah. in the holiday yeah. season. And and that really, you know, that's, that hit me. And it, what really hit me was, for most of my life, I've been there. You know, I've mm. been depressed in, in these things over the holiday season. And it's like, okay, that's just one more reason where, you know, basically in your dream, it's being connected to God mm -hmm. and, and having mm -hmm. that connection and, and everything. And, and that's one way that God talked to me when, when, when I saw that statistic and I thought about it. And it's like, well, that's me. And how do you overcome that? Well, you deepen your relationship with him. Yeah. And, yeah. and you really right. do. Right. Because, you know, each of us have things, you know, loved ones that have passed on before us and difficulties and, and things like that with the holidays that it brings. And, you know, I've always struggled with that. Always have struggled with that and turned to the wrong things, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. whatever that may be. In my case, it's food and, and, and things like that. And, 
you know, so I use yeah. food as like a medication in my point, in my case, and it compounds the problem, makes things worse. Mm-hmm. Other people have other things that they do, and it's just a sign that we need to deepen that relationship. Like your, you know, right. like your dream talks right. about right. trusting God, yeah. deepen your relationship. That's right, and, and because that conversation, that that re, our reliance on Him instead of the things around us that yes. we hmm. that we we tie comfort yes. to, whatever that be. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. I mean. How many, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things, we, you know, there's alcohol, there's gambling, there's whatever, there's different things that are difficult. And we as people relate to those and, and go to those things as a comfort. Yes. We try to heal ourselves with those things. That's right. right. And I do, and I yeah. have in the past. And so I think your dream ties perfectly into that as yeah. we go into the holidays and we struggle with these things that we do, that we really have to we really have to work on our emotional state and, and tie it right. to our spiritual relationship. Yes. Yeah, man, that is, that is so good. It was, I was working on sermon stuff for this coming Sunday and, and um, I'm focused on, I feel like the Lord wants to talk about peace and I understand we're in Advent and peace yeah, is part yeah. of it, but, but, but peace has just been heavy on my heart and mind, Chad. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm writing some notes down and it's just like, I, the Lord just says, he's like, look, this coming Sunday, I want you to talk about the gift of peace. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the gift of peace. And so then I, you know, I'm just, and I'm looking up scripture references and I'm, and I'm processing things. And, you know, Jesus, even in John 14 says, you know, peace I give to you, mm-hmm. give. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's it. That's a gift. It's, it's being given. Right. And I'm like, so then I start going into the holidays mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm, I'm thinking about things and there's, um, a situation that that happened with one of our daughter's friends, and 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 it was just on the forefront of my mind, and um, and it, and it did, deals with the depression that is so heavy during these times, mm-hmm. and I just start going. So, what do we turn to mm-hmm. for that peace? Yeah. What do we look? What do we look for? And and your list is like you know on my notepad at home mm-hmm. of just yeah. of all of those things. You know, yeah. it's you know the food or the alcohol or whatever. Um, but it's just like, but we've been given a gift of, of peace, mm-hmm. but we, we don't connect to that. Yes. And, and there's a disconnect. We talk about our cables, yep. you know, there's a, there's that disconnect mm-hmm. and it's like, so that <clears throat> needs to be plugged in and practically, practically, how do we do that? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do we do that? And, and I, you know, I've, I've dealt with the depression and, and things along those lines and, um, you know, face some really dark times, but that was apart from my connection with the Lord mm-hmm. and having that, there's always that connection that his power flows through just like your cables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and he's always there even in it. And, and practically it starts by going help. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just realized when you said that. I don't mean to interrupt you, no, but no, no. That's it. those outlets are power contained. They're ready yes. to be used. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want me to try to contain the power. He wants us to let it flow. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that, that symbolized. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's just, and it's just making sure that, that we're connected to the Lord. And it starts yeah. by a conversation. And we talked about that last week and just communication yeah. and, Converse and 
talk and it doesn't have to be the these and the thous. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I know you're here with me, just like your dream. You know, he's there. Yeah. He's yeah. there with us. But it's like, I, I know you're there with me and I know you're here with me and here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And it's not pretty. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing, you know, and, and I'm going to be repetitive here because I've said this a few times in our different podcasts and things that we've done is um, we can't. Um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I was thinking about Phil's dream and I lost my train of thought. No, it's okay. It'll come back to you. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but um, it, well, it, it, I guess what I was saying is that um, we that relationship with the Lord and, and we walk through, I guess what I was going to say is we walk through difficult things and those difficult things are not going to stop. Okay. So our, right. the things that Absolutely. depress us. It, it, so, so right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be dealing with my depression and things within my troubles with the Lord. Um, this holiday season and probably next holiday season too, but they're not going to go away, but we have to deal with them as they come because the troubles are going to keep coming just like in your dream that's what i was yeah. going, that's where i was going with this i'm sorry but we're, yeah, we're but right. in your dream the the volcano erupted the the oh there's a storm that was turning into a tornado right. and there was other stuff going on so these things are going to keep coming to us mm-hmm. but we have to just stay in contact with him and you know as people we're real and and that's that's the thing this is all very real and we all walk through these things, you know, and, and that's, that's important that we keep that connection. Right. And I want to just throw this out there and I know people probably get really tired of me saying this. Nobody's ever told me that, (laughs) but I think people get tired of me saying this, that one of the ways when they ask me, how do I get closer to God? The first thing I tell them is prayer. Yeah. Because I know everybody knows how to pray. Everybody can pray. Now people, you know, you can, Fold your hands, get on your knees. There's all kinds of physical things you can do. And I always say, I don't care how you do it. Just talk to the Lord like mm. you're talking to me. But the second thing, and this is the thing that they get tired of hearing about, read the Bible. Yeah. Because I started reading the Bible again all the way through. The Lord had reminded me, it's been about six years since you read the Bible all the way through. Yeah. Okay. So I picked a plan. It just happens to be a very aggressive plan. But mm. anyway, it's... I just finished Leviticus today. Okay. How aggressive is it, Phil? <laughs> the Lord. He's, Come on. I, Wait till you get to Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I started nine days ago and I just finished Leviticus today. It's a 90-day plan. Yeah. Dude, that's, I, you know what, the, and the reason that I, I even jab a little bit to talk about that is because I, I really believe that the aggressiveness of that plan has a lot to do with what God is doing in the earth mm-hmm. yeah. because he's being aggressive. Right. Yeah. Things are moving yeah. quickly, yes. correct? Yes. On both sides, yes. things are moving very quickly. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, when, when I hear you talking about that, <clears throat> even like, you know, before we got together, before the show, it was in my heart, what I heard was armor up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And, and that, that, um, those things that God brings to those who hear him and speak for him mm-hmm. need to be shared yeah. because it helps all of us mm-hmm. get a better understanding of what's happening in the earth mm-hmm. and to prepare for what's coming. 
Yeah. That's why. That's why. I no, yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and that fits with what I was going to say. I just finished Leviticus. Yeah. And there's a couple of things that jumped out because I've read Leviticus. The only time I really read Leviticus <laughs> is if I'm going to read the Bible all the way through, right? I mean, let's face it. Who reads Leviticus? Phil. Except the, the Jews. But... <laughs> Phil does. <laughs> so I just, and when I got to it yesterday, I thought, oh boy, here we go. I know, Lord, you'll give me something. I, it was like I was reading it for the first time. Man, that's awesome. Because there's peace offerings. Mm. You know, how many times have I read this and I, a peace offering to make peace with God? Jesus is our peace. Yes. That's what this was all, that's why he had them doing peace offerings. I mean, it's all coming back to Jesus. He's, he's showing me how, you know, Jesus was this and this offering. Right. Jesus was this and this offering. And it, oh, I love Leviticus now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but the peace offering and, um, there was something else, and now I lost my train of thought. But anyway. <laughs> well, well, it's neat to see because you know all through the the, the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, yeah. there is a crimson thread. Yes, of who Jesus is yeah. and His mm-hmm. blood that was shed yeah. for us mm-hmm. that goes through every book. Yeah, absolutely. There really is absolutely, and so I am approaching. I guess is what I want to say is I'm approaching it with. I'm going to get closer to God by reading this mm-hmm. and I'm allowing him to teach me. And I know what I want to say. I, in the past, I would like Chad said, if you've never read first Chronicles chapter one <laughs> through chapter seven, it is this person begat, this person begat, this person. And it's that's seven chapters of that. I've never read that all the way through. I mean, I skipped it. I said, okay, I read the whole Bible <laughs> except for <laughs> seven chapters of Chronicles. But but I, I started dozing off one night, and I opened my eyes again, and I had skipped a paragraph. And the mm-hmm. Lord reminded me, no, go back and read that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but the fact was that he wanted me to read every single word mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. For, and not, not so that I can boast about it. Mm-hmm. So that he can show me, he's giving me the strength to read, the courage to read it. And he's giving me so much knowledge as I'm reading yeah. it. Of things like peace offerings. Hmm. See, when you lost your train of thought, I got mine back. One, yeah. <laughs> what I was thinking about was when you were talking there is, and because I'm not like an expert on the Bible, I've read the Bible, but I don't have it memorized or anything. The one thing is, don't don't let don't have a guilt of not knowing the Bible. Yes. Don't yes. have a guilt of not knowing the Bible keep you from your relationship. Start, yes. keep it simple. Start yes. with your yes. relationship and, and just start having the conversation. And then after how long, like 20 some years, after 20 some <laughs> years of yeah. having a relationship with the Lord, you'll get to the point where you will then do a 90 day. Absolutely. <laughs> this is it for Bible everybody. boot camp. You're you absolutely know? right. Yeah. Right. And I think right. that's one of the neat things too. In a, and I don't think you shared but how God directed you to this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's, but, but yeah. that is personal. That yes. is individualistic. Yes. That is God meeting you where you are. Right. And, and what he wants to teach you and share with you. And he'll do the same thing for Chad, do the same thing for yeah. me. He'll do the same thing for you. But that's that personal yes. start where you're at that you were talking about, Chad. Yeah. In, in your walk and your walk and my walk right. and our relationships are totally different. Right. We yeah. each have different gifts. We have different thoughts we have different ideas and skills and all those things that you know from god and with our daily walk mm. with god and that's 100 percent okay because there's no two people identical 
And there's no two relationship with God identical. I mean, the way that, you know, some people are very quiet. You know, we talk, my wife, Kathy, her faith is very quiet, but it's rock solid. It is rock (laughs) solid. And like, you know, like I tend to be a lot more spontaneous with things and I'm, you know, whatever. And, but she's, bam, she's a rock cemented into the bedstone of faith. (laughs) And she doesn't say five words, but there's five, when she does say five words, I mean, they're just. Well, yeah, the whole place gets quiet. Right. (laughs) Because, you know, it really is. Right. We want to hear what what God is going to say. Absolutely. Right. And her, she's plugged in. Yes. Her cable's firmly plugged <laughs> yes. in. It's just there's not a lot no. of words coming out of the speaker, but when they come, like you say, <laughs> right. the pin drops. Exactly. You know? That's I, exactly right. That's perfect, Chad, because the first time I ever read the Bible, I asked God, where do I start? It wasn't Genesis. Mm-hmm. It was First Samuel. Mm. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, come on. And who, why? I mean... I learned about this guy named David. Oh, I heard about him before, and he slew this guy named Goliath. Oh, hey, that's in here. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that can happen. I, You hear all these stories, and then God leads you to a certain place, and you read it, and then it means something to you. And that's why I'm saying this. That's what helps build that relationship. Yeah. When you listen yeah. to what God says as a good father telling a child, do this, <gasps> and you do it, and you see the wisdom in it, that makes you want to be more connected to God and say, okay, he led me the right way this time. I can trust him. I can follow him. Mm-hmm. So ask him, where do I begin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same way with our technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like <clears throat> whatever we're dealing with, inviting God to, to walk you through this one yeah. and then letting him do that, then that builds your faith to give him this issue mm-hmm. and then this issue. And then this issue until everything just starts funneling to him because yeah. the flow of who he is 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 back to you. Absolutely. So it is just building the relationship. Because you're not going to surprise him. You're not going to catch him off guard. Mm-mm. He knows what he's doing. Yes. And he knows how you're going to answer. And he's already factored that into the equation. Mm-hmm. So just trust in him and it he will prove himself to you mm-hmm. every time. And, and you know, too, and this has been you know, the story of my life is in, in starting off on this journey is trusting him for a day or so and then grabbing it back and taking it. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Been then, there. you know, yeah. But you know what? When I go to surrender the next time, he's still there. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten tired of, of me taking things back out of his hands or <clears throat> trying to trusting him up to this certain point and then I take control of everything because I know I got it from here I'll take care of it or you know God you're not moving fast enough right. I need this to I need this to move on and and I get impatient you know and he doesn't get tired of that he's always there he's always caring and and he's he's there to just pour out to us in our submission and surrender when we just go, okay, you know what, you, you handle this. Mm-hmm. And, and he's just always, he's always, always there. Yeah. And we've, we've got to get rid of that guilt that we all have, yeah, or at yeah. least, you know, most of us do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there, I know so many people that just, they have that guilt. Like I'm just, I'm not good enough. I'm not, you know, whatever. It's like, no, we, we all have got that. Just start square one, have that conversation baby steps. Yeah. This doesn't erase. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. It, it, exactly. And, and we don't know how much God cares about us mm-hmm. and how great he thinks we are. 
um, the, the abilities and capabilities and gifts and talents and everything and our purpose that he's deposited into our lives. You know, we at points we've just allowed them to get buried. Mm-hmm. And, but that's what he sees. He still sees everything that he made, yeah. everything that he created, and he knows that he can bring that to the surface. We just let him. Mm-hmm. We and, just let him. And he knows your problems before you do. Oh, man. And and he knows intimately and, and deeply what your problems are, and he knows how other people interact with your problems. Yes. So yeah. It, yeah. it's almost That's like you point. might as well just give it up. <laughs> you might as well just, because it's, you know, you can't, number one, you can't hide from him. He knows everything and he sees everything. And he knows all the connections right. that, that take place with it. It, we might as well just give up and just be like, you know, hey, let's make this easy. Let's take the easy path here. God, you know, walk me through this. Because, you know, like I've got this far, like you say, you you take it this far and you take back yeah, the right. controls and then you steer into the ditch. Like, <laughs> you know, like you, trip oh, over yeah. the, you trip over the coffee table, you know, like, you know, like we might as well just say, okay, God, you go ahead and walk us through this and, and he will walk with you through it. And it won't always be easy, mm-hmm. certainly. You know, right. and, and it'll be sometimes painful and whatever. We are going to walk through problems in life because we are the people that created it. Not individually, but people in general have created the problems. Right. You know, right. It, it, right. God, mm-hmm. if, if it were up to God, there would be no problems. <laughs> but he gives us free will and therefore we create problems. Yeah. We create relationship problems and we create miscommunications with people and misunderstandings and all the things that happen. But the sooner we give it to him and be like, okay, walk us through this, it doesn't. It's not going to take all the pain away, and and the. But he will walk us through it. And those problems that we create can be fixed, just like our technical difficulties that yes. we fixed tonight. Yes. And I'm glad we did because it's a great show. But we're out of time. We're out of time. We are out of time. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how fast this goes? It, it really is. It really is. Just so thankful for what the Lord just puts on our hearts to share and. And encourage one another and tell and share truths and yeah, all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's a lot to hit the table tonight. Absolutely. Yes, there was. Mm-hmm. And we hope you enjoyed it and hope that you'll join Absolutely. us again next week as well. And we hopefully have fewer technical difficulties, but uh, <laughs> we'll get all the bugs worked out because God will be with us every step of the way. <laughs> That's right. Yep. So thank you for joining in tonight. You know how to reach us all at prayer at fulcrumradio.org, or you can reach us all individually. Phil at the fulcrumcenter.org, Ian at the fulcrumcenter.org, C. McLeish1 at gmail.com. Yeah. We got to get you a fulcrum center email. <laughs> and, or you can uh, find us on Facebook. Absolutely. Uh, and and be sure to listen to it, Fulcrum mm. Radio. And we will be back again next week. Any Sounds closing great. thoughts, guys? It was great. You know, yeah. Great. You know what? And it's real. Me. Yeah. Oh. No, go ahead. <clears throat> there was something that the Lord put on my heart today. And it was just like, it, people don't realize, and it was like this. It's like, Ian, you know what breaks my heart? It's like, people don't realize the greatness that is within them that I put there. Mm-hmm. And, and it was one of those things, you know, we're talking about stepping into relationship with the Lord and, and those type of things. And I, I really think, because I've experienced this too, there's we've all been at those points in our lives when when we're you know am i going to surrender or am i not i mean just to be very honest mm-hmm. you know we're just we're in that point of deciding whether we're going to or not or we we take a few steps and do it and then take it back or whatever but there is a lot of judgment 
that comes in on people from Christians mm-hmm. when they're not walking the walk, mm-hmm. when they're not doing what they should be doing. And and you know what? All of those things aside, it's like Christ finding the looking out and, and searching for the twelve disciples and, and he knew he knew what he was calling into his circle. And and he sees within each one of us the greatness that he put in us. Mm-hmm. Without judgment, mm-hmm. but with a tremendous amount of love and a willingness to walk through our journeys, to connect with us, um, to empower us, to be and do what, what he's designed us to be and do. And, and that goes for us and that goes for every one of you. Absolutely. God sees the greatness within you and he's there to help that rise to the surface through all the junk so that so that that becomes uh, the crowning jewel for your life. And I would just encourage you to let him do that, no matter where you're at, no matter what's what you're facing, but but let him. That sounds like a great topic for next week. Absolutely. You know, it does. Yep. Yeah. It really does. All right, there we go. We'll see you next week. <laughs> God bless. <laughs>